this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we continue a relatively new series called Answering Life's Questions. And today we focus on questions beginning with why. If this is your first time listening to the series, no worries, it's very simple. I type in a word into Google, such as what, why, how, or whatever it may be, and I answer the questions that are auto-suggested. As always, it's for fun, no need to take them too seriously, and I will, I'm sure, ramble because I have a propensity to start rambling when I don't know an answer. jumping into this episode, I'd like to thank Helix for partnering with the podcast. And let me tell you, there are a lot of great, friendly, awesome brands out there, but Helix is at the top for me. They stand by their products and are so confident that rather than just sending me a script and saying, hey, trust us, we have good reviews, they said, here, how about you actually try one of our mattresses so that you can feel how comfy cozy and delicious it is to be part of the Helix Dream Team. And uh, it does live up to the hype you read about online. Alas, I have slept on the Helix Dust Clocks for a few months now, and I legitimately have nothing negative to say about the mattress. I mean, maybe the only side is, and it's so uh, nominal, is the mattress sits very high, but that's a matter of preference. The Helix Dust Clocks is a medium field mattress, offers great support for all types of sleep preferences, and I myself, as a larger guy, I feel properly supported without sleeping on a mattress that's too firm or too soft. But either way, look. Helix has a ton of mattress options for you, so visit helixsleep.com slash relax and take their two-minute sleep quiz, which will match you with the right personalized mattress for you. Right now, Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders, so simply visit helixsleep.com slash relax and get 125 off your mattress order. That's helixsleep.com slash relax and get $125 off your mattress order. Your body will thank you. Your partner will thank you. Your dog, your cat will thank you. Trust me. As you're about to hear a brief click, so I can make sure that I have the questions here. Let me see right here. Okay. Sorry about that.
question number one. Why don't we? I didn't know the answer to this before I actually searched it. She loves to be on her iPhone sending jokes to her friends. And I'm not kidding, it's. She acts like a 13 year old that doesn't want to do the chores and spends all her time just staring at her phone. She's pretty tech savvy, I will give her that. We gave her an iPhone a few years ago, and within a week or so, she could do all the basics. You know, turn on the flashlight, turn day on or off. The background of her phone, download apps, so on and so forth. This is a totally random thought, but uh, or comment, I should say. But I was taking a walk the other night, and when I walk at night, I leave the light on my phone on and I point to the ground. And I do this so cars can see I'm there and whatever because the area I live in has um, it has very weak street lights and it's very dark. They're kind of spread out all over the place. And so either way, you know, I do that all the time. And I was marveling at how powerful the light on my phone was. And I was thinking about you know whatever. flashlight and now we have supercomputers flashlights and phones all in one device so it was just getting to think how amazing technology is and how it evolves in such a short time span Why don't we? 
waves gather more than other colors because it travels at shorter, smaller waves. And this is why we see a blue sky most of the time. Closer to the horizon, the sky fades to a lighter blue or white. The sunlight reaching us from low in the sky has passed through even more air and the sunlight reaching us from overhead. As the sunlight has passed through all its air, the air molecules have scattered and rescattered the blue lights many times in many directions. So, there you go. Learning something new on the podcast. Or possibly not. I imagine many of you already knew that answer. Question number three. Why is Dean Ambrose leaving? I am not familiar with Dean Ambrose, but he is apparently a WWE wrestler, and I have compiled the answer for you, because I'm sure that you are eager to hear my answer, like months after this is probably already transpired. is a superstar who had already accomplished a lot of things in WWE during his tenure. This is from Quora, by the way. A lot of things in WWE during his tenure in the main roster. There is no doubt that he's a talented wrestler. He had been a WWE champion, three times international champion, two times Raw tag team champion, whatever. After a break when he made his comeback, he lost his push from the management character which he was supposed to portray was not liked by him. The storylines in which he was involved weren't that much interesting. He made his debut in the main roster with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. When he came back after becoming fit and healthy, he was sidelined from the main storylines. Psychologically, it still affects a person even if he is not speaking about it. He wanted a change, and after getting a good offer, he thought to join other professional wrestling organizations. Apparently, this is a general issue with the WWE. According to Forbes, quote, For those keeping score, Ambrose, who reportedly turned down a big-money contract offer, Mike and Maria Canellis, The Revival, and Dolph Ziggler have all been linked to rumors and various reports of possibly moving on. Reading between the tea leaves suggests that Sasha Banks and Ty Dillinger are not thrilled with their lot in WWE either. Question number four. This answer comes from Purina's website. We love to hear our cats purr. There is nothing better than a cat curled up on your lap, satisfied and happy. But have you ever wondered just how cats purr and why they do it? 
us show our contentment in different ways. So it's not surprising that when your cat is curled up beside you, or you are stroking them, they express their feelings by purring. However, purring is not always a sign of happiness. Sometimes it is an emotional response indicative of pain or distress. Indeed, cats may purr while giving birth, so purring is more likely to be a mechanism that helps cats rest and repair. Purring may be a feline self-control, excuse me, self-comforting behavior. It is first expressed when kittens are only a few days old, perhaps signaling their presence to their mother, encouraging her to feed them. This form of communication continues into their adult lives. so tired? And this answer comes courtesy of WebMD. Does your lifestyle need a tweak? First off, ask yourself this. Do you treat your body right? With my patients, I talk about the three pillars of health. Sleep, diet, and exercise, says Theodore Friedman, MD, PhD aren't getting good sleep, it's hard to eat well, and it's hard to exercise. And the same is true the other way around. They're all related. So try not to shortchange yourself on shut-eye. Adults need 7 to 9 hours of sleep. Eat a balanced diet of fruits, veggies, and lean protein, and get a regular dose of physical activity. If you've checked all those boxes and you still track through your days, it might be time to check possible medical causes of fatigue. One cause may be anemia. It's a disorder that makes it hard for your blood to move oxygen around your body. A common type is called iron deficiency anemia. Iron acts like a train car that transports oxygen in your blood. People with low iron on their train, Friedman says. They're tired. They get dizzy when they stand up. They get brain fog. They get heart palpitations. Problem two may be diabetes. Doctors don't know exactly why it makes people so tired. One likely reason is that your body uses lots of energy to deal with your frequent changes in blood sugar levels. What doctors do know is that fatigue is one of the most common symptoms of diabetes. It has other signs too. You may feel thirsty and need to go to the bathroom often. Problem 3 may be an issue with your thyroid. It's a small butterfly-shaped gland that sits in your neck. It makes a hormone that helps control how you use energy. When your thyroid gland is out of whack, you're out of whack. People with an underactive thyroid are getting are going to feel tired, Friedman says. 
cells aren't working well. They're sluggish and their reflexes are slow. Problem four may be heart disease. Extreme tiredness is a common symptom of congestive heart failure, which happens when it doesn't pump as well as it should. The next possible problem may be slight sleep apnea. I don't know why I said sleep. Sleep apnea. This disorder keeps you from getting enough oxygen when you sleep, which means you won't get real rest during the night. Quote, the brain notices you're not getting rid of your CO2 and it wakes you and it wakes up really briefly in an alarm state, end quote, says Lisa Shives, MD, director of the Sleep Medicine Center at the University of California, San Diego School of Medicine. You don't even realize it, which makes it harder to figure out why you're so sleepy during the day. Now we move on to question number six, which is why am I so cold? And the answers also come from WebMD. Could it be anemia? Anemia happens when your system can't make enough normal red blood cells to carry oxygen throughout your body. There are a number of different types of anemia. A tendency to feel cold is a common symptom for many of them. Could it be hypothyroidism? And this is making reference once again to your thyroid gland. Besides feeling cold, other symptoms of hypothyroidism include thinning hair, dry skin, fatigue, irregular or heavy menstrual periods, constipation, and waking. Could it be a blood vessel problem? If you feel cold in your hands and your feet, you may have a blood vessel disorder in which blood flow and legs is restricted. Blood vessel problems include conditions such as clotting disorders, arteriosclerosis, which is the narrowing of blood vessels, and Raynaud's disease. symptoms of diabetic nephropathy. 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 Yeah. Include nausea, itchiness, loss of appetite, etc. What should I do about my coldness? Since feeling cold all the time could be a sign of a more serious medical condition, it's important not to ignore these symptoms. If you feel cold frequently, even when you're in a warm place or long after you've come in from cold temperatures, check with your doctor to find out what might be going on. The treatment for your chronic coldness will depend a lot on the cause. 
For example, if you have blood vessel disorder and you smoke, quitting smoking will probably go a long way toward helping with the problem. If your feelings of constant coldness are caused by a thyroid problem, or on the other hand, you may need medication to reverse your low thyroid. And now we move on to question seven, which I believe is the last question, which is why him? Why him is a 2016 film with Brian Cranston, James Franco, Zoe Deutsch, and Megan Mullally. During the holiday, loving but overprotective Ned, played by Brian Cranston, travels to California to visit his daughter Stephanie, Zoe Deutsch, at Stanford University. While there, he meets his biggest nightmare, her well-meaning but socially awkward boyfriend, Laird, James Franco. Even though Laird is a multimillionaire, Ned disapproves of his free-willing attitude and unfiltered language. His panic level escalates even further when he learns that Laird plans to ask for Stephanie's hand in marriage. The initial release, oddly enough, was December 30th, 2016 in Indonesia. I'm not even sure how that happens. Unless they actually filmed in Indonesia and they kind of wanted to stay local in that sense. Like, look, we filmed here in Indonesia. Let's get back to Indonesia by um, by doing the uh, film release here. That's the only thing I can think of is they decided to film there instead of California. And they just had the... Uh, initial release there. The budget was $38 million to $52 million, and the box office was $118 million, so I could, you know, it was a commercial success, right? You know, it, it made double or triple the money that it was supposed to. It has a, a 6.2 on IMDb. And I remember seeing film and looked okay. I like Brian Cranston, obviously, from Breaking Bad. I mean, that's where most people, I'm sure, will always remember him, even though he was in Malcolm in the Middle, but Breaking Bad is, I'm sure, the role that he'll be most known for. And for me, it's kind of tough. I, I find that he is a really funny guy. Like, I, I really... I really think Brian Cranston's kind of dry, sarcastic humor is very good, and he can act really well, but I think he needs something a little more like dark humor for his ability to really shine through. And while I never actually saw why him, I can kind of imagine it as being this kind of dorky, you know, family movie rom-com kind of thing. James Franco, you know, James Franco can be good, but, you know, when he plays this millionaire dupe, I don't know, it kind of hits too close to home, like, he looks, because he kind of has the face, and he kind of talks like one anyway, 
even though I know that he's a really accomplished, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hollywood figure. I mean, he goes beyond just making movies. I mean, he, he, you know, gives courses, I think, at NYU, and he's directed a few plays and things like that. Anyway, look, if the movie came out, I would, on TV or Netflix or whatever, I mean, I'd probably watch it with my family, like, during Christmas for fun or something like that, but so far I haven't really, uh, gotten around to it, but either way, that's the end of this episode. If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach me by emailing hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Well, let me first say thanks to Helix. Remember, helixsleep.com slash relax. Get $125 off your mattress order. Not $225, although that would be even sweeter. Thanks for listening.